We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Hey everybody, welcome to Marriage Therapy Radio. This is Zach Riddle. I'm here with Laura Heck. This is episode 15. Today we're going to be talking about all of our favorite recommendations that we have for couples. We're often asked the question, is there a book we should read or a resource we should check out? And we're going to tell you about those. Nobody is paying us to advertise any of these products, but we would certainly take your money if you know anybody who wants to throw it at us. Also wanted to let you know we're going to go a little long today. I got two notices last week saying that you prefer, sometimes you prefer longer podcasts, including one from my friend Jerry. And also you get to hear my favorite dad joke of the week. Ooh, dad joke of the week. Laura's going to hate that. Good afternoon, Zach. Good afternoon, Laura. It's February. It is February. Do you know what I think about February? Uh, it's time to go on vacation. That is happening pretty soon. Um, no, I, I, I like to think that February is the new January. Uh, you're going to have to explain this. Please tell me it's not a dad joke. It's not a dad joke, but I got a good one. Want to hear a good dad joke? <laughs> um, I don't know if those two go hand in hand, but I will hear a dad joke. <laughs> um, uh, I say February is the new, new January because people get all excited about the new year. We talked about it a couple weeks ago and, and they want to have resolutions and goals and stuff. And then, I don't know, life kind of sneaks up on you. And I think you got to give yourself a break, like a month or so. So today or February, I'm starting a new flossing streak again. Yeah. Well, I thought you had started. Maybe you didn't. But I, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> cool. I did. I started in January, streak. but All then right. I forgot to do it. Yeah. yeah. No. But sorry. you know what? We both did during the month of January is we were we went without alcohol, which is very cool. Yeah. And um, it, so you completed that, and I'm going to keep going as long as I can. Right on. Yeah. And I'm just going to go get like blotto today because it's February. Because <laughs> so. it's February. Um, I think this year, every month, I'm going to take on a new focus and just focus mm. on that each month. But I think I told you that I'm I'm really focused on reading and I completed three books last month. I have three books lined up. They're super intense books. Did you see the ones I had posted that I'm reading right now? I did. Yeah. I'm not yeah, that into them, so actually. You don't have to be into them. They're the books I'm I dis- reading. I disapprove of your choices. Hey, um, do you actually okay. read these books or do you, um, do you listen to I them? I do both. I do okay. both. Yeah. Because I, I, I listen to, I would say the not the, the fictional books while I'm driving and, and being mom and cleaning house. And then I read the nonfiction books because I like to highlight, take notes, those types of things. Mm-hmm. So I do both. Yeah. Um, so actually it's kind of an interesting segue. That's what we're talking about today is resources, including books that we want to recommend a couple so that they have what I guess a couple's therapist favorite recommendations, favorite resources might be. Well, I hear it a lot. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure you do too. People go, do you have a book that we should read or is there something we should be mm-hmm. doing? And I thought, yeah, it would be cool just to talk about that. But first, but first there was this guy and he was, he had carrots in his ears. 
Uh-huh. And so this woman comes up to him and says, why do you have carrots in your ears? And he says, what? <laughs> I'm literally shaking my head. For all of you out there, this is the second time we've had to start uh, because my computer had some issues. And that's the second time I've had to be subject to <laughs> Zach's awful dad jokes. Hey. Uh, did anybody enjoy it? Leave us an email. If you want to hear more dad jokes, please. We would love to. <laughs> or if you have a good one, please <laughs> or, share it. Or if you want to shut it down, shut it down. Email Do you know the difference well. between a hippo and a zippo? Um, one, you had uh, something about fire. No, nope. one's smaller than the other. <laughs> that is true. One's very heavy and the other, <laughs> one is very heavy and the other's a little lighter. A little lighter. That's okay. I do. <laughs> I kind of get it. Okay. Now we need to shut this down. By the way, we did get an email from a listener that said that he liked our banter and that he appreciated a little bit longer of an intro before we dive into any of the important matters of the day. So that's why you get us bullshitting just a tiny bit longer. That was for my friend, Jerry. Hi, Jerry. I know Jerry. Do you know Jerry? Thanks for listening. You know what? I appreciate that he sent it to info at fourbetter.us and not just to Zach Brittle and says, man, I think you're so funny because he yeah. included me in that. I got included yeah. in it. Yeah, right on. Um, so l- let me ask you a question. If you have a couple that's sitting in your office and they say, we're big time readers, Zach, what kind of mm-hmm. a re- recommendation do you have for a book? What can we take with us on vacation so that we can get all sorts of good information, knowledge, whatever it might be? Yeah, that's a that's my favorite question. Well, it's not my favorite question, but I do like recommending this book. It's a it's actually a novel. It's called The Course of Love, and it's by a guy named Alain de Botton. It's it's French. I'm not sure how to speak in French uh, accent, but he's a French philosopher. That sounded pretty and good. He to me. writes yeah. a whole bunch of. St- oh, thanks. He he writes about a variety of topics, but this one book he wrote is about a couple and them moving through life together, um, and they have arguments and they have babies and one of them has an affair and uh, and the whole time he's writing he's got this story that's unfolding but then he'll interrupt it with a, like a philosophical reflection that's in italics and mm. I think it's really really brilliant and it gives mm-hmm. um, you'll hear me talk a lot about common vocabulary I think especially when couples read it together or read it um, both read it. Um, it creates an opportunity for them to have a shared vocabulary around their relationship through the lens of this other relationship. And a lot of it's very um, practical and applicable, but I tend to want to recommend that book more often than an actual marriage book. Yeah. 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 Well, okay. So here I'll come in with two recommendations because as you were talking, I just thought of a book. So I always, always, always recommend Shirley Glass's book, Not Just Friends. Okay. Um, Not to couples that are experiencing infidelity or are on the brink of infidelity or betrayal, um, issues of jealousy. I recommend it to all couples, especially couples that are early on in their relationship, because it's a really thick book. Um, and the, one of my favorite parts about this book is that it has an amazingly rich, robust, um, I'm trying to think of another word that starts with R, mm. de- detailed, re- retailed. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Rich, robust, table, relevant, relevant, relevant table, table of contents where, um, for someone like me who loses their attention, um, uh, in the first like 10 minutes of reading, 
I can just go to the table of contents and read almost as if it was a blog and and read just three or four pages at a time that pertains to me and what I'm needing at that moment. So that's Shirley Glass's book. It, it's written for couples specifically around infidelity. Um, but I find that the first part of the book really talks about a slippery slope and how to avoid infidelity. And I think that's important information for couples to have that are not experiencing infidelity, but just want to set themselves up for success. Um, right the second book is a book that I'm reading right now. I'm not all the way through it, but I can already tell it's going to be really helpful for couples. And it's called Nonviolent Communication. And it's a really awful title for a really uh, good blueprint of how couples should communicate. It's basically just guidelines for how to communicate in the best way possible. Basically, um, don't be violent. <laughs> well, I think that we when the title is so awful because when we think about violence, our brain goes to a lot of different, different places. And I think mostly it just kind of evokes an emotion in a lot of us. Um, but it's just a really good book. Like if I was to give it a title, it would probably be like, hey, how to how to have good communication. <laughs> yeah, okay. All right. Okay. Um, okay, let me ask you this question. What about okay. podcasts? You and I are both super into podcasts, not to mention we have our own podcast. We do? But we do. Called That's what we're doing right now. Yeah, got mm -hmm. it. Um, um, what, what's a podcast you recommend for couples? Um, again, I have an, an, a sort of a non-traditional answer here which is I don't think it really matters. I think um, if you have free time and you have an interest in something, um, there's a podcast that you can listen to. And uh, if you are listening to it, again, with this, at the same time as your partner or you're listening to it together, and that creates conversation for you, conversation, mm. conversation, or it creates a <laughs> shared vocabulary for you, then it's, it's valuable to the relationship. Um, I yeah. do have some that I like a lot. My favorite podcast is probably... Uh, one that's called You Made It Weird by Pete Holmes. Pete Holmes is a comedian uh, who is interviewing other comedians constantly. And he, um, they, discuss, uh, they discuss comedy, they discuss religion, they discuss sex. Um, I think he tries to hit all three of those each time, but it's always a fascinating conversation. The conversation. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, that'd <laughs> be my In case you're again, wondering if, if this is the first time you're hearing... Zach say conversation. His N becomes before his V, so it's con co converse conversation. It does, it does I have no idea. It does yeah. Um, no, but if you're interested in uh, you know rocket science or underwater basket weaving or you know horror films, there's a podcast for you. And I think even if it's mm -hmm. a way to help your partner learn about you, just say, hey, will you check this one out with and for me? And then all of a sudden yeah. you have something to talk about at dinner. That's awesome, which is great because for couples that are looking to sort of up the ante when it comes to their intellectual intimacy, one of the five facets, um, being able to share information with your partner is going to be a way to deepen that intimacy. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold, the rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Um, 
So my recommendation is sex therapy radio. And this referral came to me by way of a couple that I was working with and really working hard on expanding their sexual appetite and knowledge. And um, so I sort of tasked the female to go out there and um, do what she could to learn more. And she came across this podcast, Sex Therapy Radio, which has one sex therapist and one marriage and family therapist, and they're based on the East Coast. And you can tell that I have been highly influenced by them because their title of their podcast is Sex Therapy Radio. And the title of our podcast is Marriage Therapy Radio. <laughs> We're all equal opportunity plagiarists. That's right. That's right. Um, okay. So we've got podcasts, we have books. What about websites or blogs? Um, Any recommendations? Yeah, you, you, you want to guess what mine is? Uh, I'm going to go for the blog that you write for. Um, okay. <laughs> is well, that it? I, uh, no, but you can go ahead and oh. make that plug if you want. Uh, I will because I really like your writing. Um, that's your strongest suit aside from dressing yourself in flannels. No. By the way, <laughs> guess what I'm wearing today? A hoodie? No. What is it? Stand up. It's it's my a my, flannel. It's my ill-fitting flannel, but but it's probably less ill-fitting now. It's true. It is because, true. It is. Yeah. Yeah. It's less ill-fitting. Working hard. Yep. <laughs> um. So Zach and I, uh, we met a while back, but one of his strongest suits is writing, and so he would write for the Gottman Institute. They have this amazing blog and any topic you're looking for, there's been about eight articles that have been written on that specific topic. And I'm constantly sending couples there um, just to read up on one specific thing. The thing that I like best about the blog is that you can search and you can also see how many minutes it's going to take you to read. So it has a little numeral at the top and it says this is four minutes long. And for somebody that has clients that are like me that don't like homework and they have a limited attention span, it's just the right of information. Right on. What's your What's your website or blog? Well, again, I I don't really think it matters. Um, I think it's, um, <laughs> <laughs> but here's one that I think you can activate pretty easily is um, Rebecca and I for a while we got into food blogs um, where we were looking at different recipes and trying to figure out what to make together. Um, I think one problem with recommending a blog is that it puts your face into the computer. Um, and sometimes mm -hmm. that means you're turning your face away from your partner. So I yeah. want, yeah. um, I want to, if anything, recommend something that will help you turn back toward your partner. And if that's finding a cool recipe mm -hmm. or, um, you know, playing a game even, uh, then well, you're, that's, yeah, that'd I mean, be the, my, the recipe you're doing together. Yeah. And it's hard to recommend um, so, a single food blog. We we bounced around a whole bunch of them, but they're 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 easy to find. Particularly if you if you want to vary the type of food you're making. If you're really into Italian food, there's an Italian food blog. If you want to bake, you can go yeah, find the yeah. baking one. You know, so yeah. You know what I made I the other day? Oh 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 oh! I made this is what I made: cucumber subs. I made some, was it? No, I made a sub oh, okay. like a subs sandwich, but the bread right. was a cucumber. What did you put inside? Well, I made a ham and cheese one. So I put mayonnaise and mustard and ham and cheese and turkey. And I ate a ham and cheese sub with uh, cucumber bread. It was fantastic. Was it? And how thick is the bread? Because I'm imagining you just kind of cutting a little bit out of the cucumber. But are you no, no, you cut, you, so you get like amount? a big cucumber, you know, and then you right. cut it in half. 
and you scoop yeah. out all those seeds, and that's where you put the, uh-huh. the filling. So it's a man. It's good. And then I made one. This one was not that good. It had um, I put uh, guacamole and some turkey and a little bit of bacon, and so mm-hmm. it was like it was like almost like a. I don't know how anything could not be good with bacon. It, once you said bacon, I was like, oh, I'm sure it's delicious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> But here's the thing. You got to eat them right away. You can't like make them and store them. Right. They, cucumber gets cucumber soft. Cucumber soft. Yeah, it's gross. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Okay. But I All made right. those. Well, we, we found, that's a great example. We found that uh, it was a, a thing that got served up to us on Facebook. And I was like, Rebecca, do you think we would like these? And so I went out and bought some stuff and I made them and we had cucumber subs for lunch after our workout. It was really cool. Do you know how many recipes I have made because a recipe has been shown on a video? Yeah. On Facebook. I'll be yep. scrolling through. I actually made these cookies for my for my son and they were like chia seed, coconut, almond milk, dates, almond butter, and oats. And it was just like other than it was egg free, it was processed yeah. sugar free. It was so good. And I don't feel bad giving them to him when he gets back from work or school. We call it work for him. Um I'm sure it is. I um I think it's worth noting though that I don't generally recommend Facebook as a website for couples. Um, it's really hard to uh, be turning toward your partner when you're constantly paying attention to the yeah. sort of what's being thrown at you or fed to you by, uh, yep. by what's his name. Agreed. His name? Agreed. The guy. Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah. All Zucker- oh, right. The guy, Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> okay. Uh, what about apps? Do you have any favorite apps that you like to use? So I, kind of a segue into that. Hold on. I want to yeah. I want to suggest something okay. is that you had said blogs, food blogs. Um, you got me into this three years ago, which is Blue Apron. And yeah. it's now an app. So it's an app that I use. And I and Blue Apron is one of those pre-cut um, meals that comes to your door. And we have three Box of ingredients. meals. Yeah. It's a box of ingredients. Okay, thank you. Yeah. It comes to your door and then we cook together. And I have found as a couple, it's my absolute favorite time of the day because at night I, I get all those ingredients. I don't have to think about anything. All I get to do is just be present and enjoy the meal, enjoy the process, enjoy my family. And it's gotten everybody in the kitchen. I think the beauty about doing Blue Apron is that nobody is the chef. Um, and nobody's the sous chef. You know how sometimes like when it's your recipe, you take the lead and then your partner's just your helper. But these are really novel recipes that you've never made before. And so both of you are actively in the kitchen doing it together. One of my favorite ways to connect. And that's an app that you download on your phone. Okay. Um, by the way, this episode of Marriage Therapy Radio brought to you by Blue Apron. <laughs> mm-hmm, um, exactly. Yeah. If you know somebody at Blue Apron app. who wants to advertise with us, have them have them. Yeah, yeah, calls. yeah. Send them our way. That uh, would be awesome. No, I tend, I favor apps um, that help you with date night. So um, whether that's Open Table or, um, you know, Fandango. Can you describe or, what I, open, I open Table is? Sure. Um, uh, open Table is the app that uh, lets you, like, identify reservations at restaurants. Um, and mm-hmm. it'll feed you um, restaurants that are near you or it'll feed you. We're talking a lot about food, I know, but... Um, obviously going out to dinner is eating cucumbers yeah (laughs) obviously going out to dinner is a great date um there's you can buy movie tickets you know what else i've uh i spent a lot of time actually in my office with a couple um scrolling through uh groupon because i knew you were gonna say that yeah we were just like we were just like trying to find stuff for them to do together because they 
Yeah. Um, and so it, like, it, there's tons of ideas that I just, I would never think of on my own, but if it helps you with date night and it helps you again, turn toward your partner, I'm a fan. Um, that's awesome. Um, and then I have favorite awesome. apps that I, that, uh, that my, that Rebecca has nothing to do with. Um, and you know, like, but that's that, aside from that's, that's recommending a different thing. That's couples, we're not right? That, yeah. Yeah. We're not. No. Uh, what about like TV or movie recommendations? Yes, this is actually my favorite. This is my favorite thing. Um, is watching TV. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> and eating. Yeah, I'm seeing a pattern here. <laughs> so um, this, I have two that I want to speak to directly. Um, one is a is a show that's on Showtime. It's called The Affair. Um, and every time I recommend this, people go, "No, oh my gosh, I would never watch that." But here's why I think this show is brilliant. Um, at least in the first season, the story centers around these two couples and one, and one of the men has an affair with one of the women. And the way that the show is built, the first half hour shows you this period of time as the man, if the, the involved man, uh, from his perspective and his life. And then the second half mm -hmm. hour switches and shows you um, the involved woman and her life. And Mm -hmm. Of course, part, most much of that story uh, does not include the other person. They cross paths less frequently than you might imagine. But what's fascinating mm -hmm. is to watch the different versions of the times they're together. Because he's having this experience of maybe being seduced by her or her dressing provocatively. And then she's having this other experience of kind of bumbling and kind of feeling like a, like a schoolgirl almost in his presence. And it's, it just speaks to the notion that there's, there's two realities always, um, right. or at least two yeah. realities always. And that, mm -hmm. um, and with regard to infidelity in particular, it doesn't, it doesn't simplify it. It doesn't make somebody a good guy and a bad guy, or, um, it really shows how complex these stories can be, which I yeah. know Shirley Glass's book also speaks to. Mm -hmm. Um, but I like it for that purpose. And if that, if that subject matter isn't for you, then the other one is this movie called, um, the disappearance of Eleanor Rigby and um, the guy who made the movie, he made a movie that he called him, which was the story of this couple with the, the husband as the protagonist. And then he made a movie called her, which is the exact same story uh, with the wife as the protagonist. And then he cut those two movies together and called it them. And if you watch them in order, then what happens as the viewer is you get to the third movie and you realize that you're, you're having a hard time piecing together who's, whose story is being told. Because again, it's very complex. And, you know, they're having an argument in the street. And what he doesn't know is that she's just come from the grocery store where she was bawling. And, but we know that. And so it's, the really, mm -hmm. it's a really, again, fascinating study and point of view, particularly when uh, couples are bringing or coming together in the midst of conflict or chaos in their life. So I think both of those can be both entertaining and educational experiences. So, wow. Okay, so just tell me the name of that last movie. The that's called the something. disappearance of Eleanor Rigby. Okay, all right. I'm going to watch that. I, yeah. I I'm fully influenced. Okay, Jessica so Chastain. The last question. Is, uh, I think Jessica Chastain said that. Okay. Last question is: If I think I need a couples therapist, what's a good referral for someone who's seeking a couples therapist? Um, well, uh, I think the, the easiest, lowest hanging fruit for us is through the Gottman relationship blog. I'm sorry, the Gottman relationship network. You can log on mm -hmm. to the Gottman site and anybody who's begun training and who is sort of moving up the expertise ladder there 
is likely to be listed, um, and you can search by zip code. Um, and so that would be my first recommendation. But 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 I think the most effective one is to talk to your friends who yeah. you trust and love, yep. who may know a therapist totally that would agree. be a good fit for you. Because the Gottman methodology is fantastic, but if you don't have a rapport with the therapist, then you're mm-hmm. then it's not going to be effective for you. So you want to you want to get recommendations uh, that are unique to to you um, and to yeah. your particular style. Yeah. And a couple of recommendations that I would have for couples is that one, know, know your insurance. So if you have an insurance policy, some insurance companies will cover uh, couples therapy, some will not. So call your insurance company, find out what your um, you have as a plan. I would say second is uh, know what you, what you're willing to do. Um, so are you willing to do go in all in? Is this going to take a year? Is this going to take six months? So just kind of ask yourself, what do you have resource wise? Um, and then I would I would only go see somebody that says that they uh, see couples and. A lot of, I guess, kind of one of those things to look out for is when you find a generalist that says that they treat depression, anxiety, uh, adolescence, marriage and family therapy. So you want to have somebody that actually specializes and focuses their attention on on either just couples or couples in depression. Those go hand in hand. Um, but you do not want to see somebody who uh, says that they treat absolutely everything. If they're treating uh, adolescence and anorexia and uh, body dysmorphia and also couples and, and also, uh, you know, where you're pulling your hair out and you're eating it. I mean, it's just kind of, you want to make sure. That's called Thank you. I actually don't know how to say it. My son knows how to say all the words, uh, all the dinosaur words, which are really hard to say. And mm-hmm. I cannot pronounce them. I, it took me forever to be able to say Vietnamese food. Just so you know, it came right out up. as Vietnamese. Hey, um, all right. Do you know why you can't, hear a pterodactyl go to the bathroom why because the p is silent (laughs) (laughs) for people who haven't read a child a children's uh book for a while about dinosaurs pterodactyl starts with p yeah Uh, or people who just know how to spell I mean, okay, well, you know what? I'm, I missed uh, a year of of school in the United States. So that's what I'm going to go ahead and blame it on. Okay. All right, let's wrap this up because it's heading way downhill. That's two dad jokes in one episode. No, it's um, great. Okay. That's oh, dad jokes. man. All right, hey, um, too many. Three seriously, too many. Do, um, do feed us topics you want us talking about. Uh, do let us know if you yeah. check out any of these recommendations or if you have other recommendations for people, um, whether it's films or books or apps or blogs. Um, do and, let us know if uh, you like dad jokes, because if yeah, you right. don't, we are we can absolutely cut them like real quick. <laughs> cut them right out. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. Thank you all so right. much. It was uh, fun spending time with you today, Zach. Always a pleasure. All right. Bye. bye. Hey, guys, thanks so much for listening to Marriage Therapy Radio. Something that was on my mind today is that this podcast may be helpful to you. You might get a a nugget of wisdom that you hold on to and you think about for the next couple of days. But I would really love it if you had the ability to pass this on to somebody else. And sometimes you don't know what's going on behind closed doors. And I think it might be really helpful if you have somebody that you care about, a relationship that you want to help nurture as a friend, as a mentor. I do um, ask for you to email our podcast to somebody and just ask for them to listen to it. 
Also, as always, we would love a review. You have to log into iTunes in order to give the review. And for that extra five minutes that you take, I'm giving you a big air hug right now. Thanks so much. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device, or play on PC through Facebook games.